views and opinions expressed by Edwin are Edwin and Edwin's only, all right? Not of his sponsors, employers, baby mama, anybody he went to school with, anybody he owe money to. With that being said, enjoy the video. What is going on, everyone? Edwin Pagan here. Thanks for joining me on the Word on the Road podcast, your weekly technology care package. I am your host, Edwin Pagan. This is a weekly technology podcast I do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, where we take three articles or videos or whatever that we find on the internet that I find interesting. I break them down for you. I give you my insight, and then I send you on your way, hopefully more informed and more aware of the things going on in the interwebs. Uh, but mainly, it's just a way of me being able to share with you guys things that I find interesting interesting on the internet. With that being said, man, I hope everyone's having a great, great quarantined week. All right. It's Friday. Of course, it's felt like Friday since Monday with all the, with all the quarantine stuff going on, man. It's, uh, it's been an interesting week. Um, yeah, man, I've been, uh, uh, it's, it's different. You know, my, uh, my fiance is actually working from home. So, uh, she's, uh, asking for it help every other minute, which is interesting. Um, but, uh, it's, it's a weird time to be alive, man. It's, um, uh, you know, I'm quarantined. I'm safe. I, I feel I think we're taking every precaution uh, to be safe. But it's just kind of like seeing the 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 the, uh, the economy and seeing how like really everyone's being impacted, man. Like everyone in general is being impacted by this by this event. And um, you know, a part of me feels like a lot of uh, a lot of good can come from this this disconnect. This uh, um, Cause I feel like right now, man, it, like it, it really, this, this whole situation reminds me of like, um, back in 2004, uh, 2003, 2004, my freshman year of high school when hurricane Charlie happened in Florida, um, where we missed like two months of school, but, um, you know, we were, we were kind of forced to get to know our neighbors. We we're forced to get to know other people. And I think now with the internet and all of us being so connected and having all this free time, I think the, uh, the creativity that's going to come from people and, um, just like the way we're going to be connected with other people, because in this time of like, just absolute, like, you know, standstill of kind of just waiting for something to happen. Um, I think that, you know, it's going to, it's going to breed us to, or, or it's going to make us evolve in a way that like we start to get to know each other more and force us to, to know our neighbors. And I mean, who knows what happens, but it's just, you know, I know from a, like a, from a, from a, from a, from my standpoint of like, you know, uh, I have, you know, there's, there, like, I almost feel like I have to, to take this time and, and, and uh, take this time to kind of put out more content, um, now more than ever that I'm cooped up being forced to be cooped up almost um gives me the time to work on that other stuff that I I, I really put on the back burner kind of work on those projects with the fiance that you know we kind of been putting off but like I feel like um you know even though we're in quarantine even though we're just kind of wait in a holding pattern it doesn't give you a reason not to do the things you want to do so I think now more than ever is a time to just kind of like uh, we have all this time on our hands to to kind of reflect to kind of catch up on things to kind of watch those movies that we didn't think we were gonna have a time uh, time to watch um, and kind of just do the things we didn't think we had time to do and so that's kind of how I'm treating my quarantine time because the gyms are closed um, just everything in general is closed so you got to do something with your time because I mean this this whole this whole what's going on right now is gonna pass right and so I don't want to look back and be like, what did I actually do with my time during the quarantine? So, um, you know, I'm working on everything from, you know, building my business to, 
to creating as much content as possible, um, not just a podcast, but like tutorials, um, and and then also working on the podcast I have with my fiance, and uh, and just connecting with people on on the interwebs and and kind of getting out of my shell. I've always felt like I was a little shy on the internet. So um, um, that's all that's going on in Edwin Pagan's world, man. With that being said, man, it's been an interesting week in 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 in, in the news. Um, so you know, let, let's end it on a good note. So hopefully today's articles aren't too scary to people. Um, and hopefully we stay away from the Corona topic as always the articles discussed on this podcast guys are available in the description below. Um, and if you're listening on a, um, on a podcast network, it should be in the bio or whatever the description of the podcast episode, um, is stored in the podcast application you're using. All right. I don't want to get too specific, man, but, uh, with that being said, guys, let's go ahead and jump into the first article from the fine folks at apple.com and Apple said, you know what? We don't need a press conference to drop, uh, uh, news about our new technology because they just released the brand new iPad Pro, son. Your next computer is not a computer, man. This is what I've been talking about um, recently about this whole transition of like, we really don't need laptops as much as we need a tablet computer. And I feel like the next gen generation of computing is uh, tablet computing. Um, and more particularly, not Windows or, or uh, Apple OS X or Macintosh, but actually like iPad or uh, Android, you know what I mean? Um, so Apple is really pushing that, making that push. And with the new iPad Pro, they're really selling on that. And man, I gotta tell you, bro, just from looking at this thing, I'm like, it is nice, bro. It is really nice. So look at this keyboard real quick. Look at the way this keyboard kind of just sits on this magnet and it kind of gives you that real, real laptop experience. Um, and it, you know, it has a lot of different upgrades going to it. So um, like one of the ones I found really impressive was the camera upgrade. So it's really going in that same direction as the new iPhones that just came out, the iPhones 11, and kind of giving you the, those pro cameras, um, which is something that most people really didn't look for in a tablet before. But now more than ever, I mean, you have a great excuse to have um, to take pictures on your tablet device. So they're having pro cameras on there. So 12 megapixel wide uh, camera. Uh, it's got a LiDAR scanner, um, and then it's got uh, the ability to do like augmented reality as well, um, which is perfect for something of this device's caliber. Um, the ability to shoot and edit video, true depth camera, uh, the, the chip on it is an eight core graphics chip, um, <clears throat> eight core graphics processor, which is really, really gnarly because, um, and, and we'll touch on that in a second, but um, of course, it's compatible with Apple Pen, uh, multitasking, uh, and then what I really thought was really, really gnarly about the new uh, iPad Pro is this keyboard, bro. Um, so they added the addition of the uh, the um, the touchpad, right? And so giving you that mouse functionality that you're usually getting on a laptop, they're giving it to you on the tablet as well. It's got the backlit keyboard. It's got the same tactile feedback um, that you would get on a standard laptop keyboard. And so, so it's full-size keyboard, as you can see. And let's see if they kind of give you a full idea of how the keyboard looks because it's so nice, man. And like, I guess, like I said, this is kind of how it looks. All day battery. Now, this is the stuff that I say that you really want to look for uh, in, on a tablet, right? Because it has USB-C uh, support. And so a lot of people might say, oh, why is that so important? Well, USB-C support is important because now with USB-C support, you can hook up a dock to your iPad. And so you can hook up USB drives, you can hook up microphones, cameras, etc. And that's so important in a mobile device. And so the fact that like you're not just limited to what you can do on the iPad itself, you can add peripherals, existing peripherals, etc. Um, meaning keyboards, mouses, you can all connect that, you can connect all of that to your iPad, connect it to an external display, etc. 
I mean, what else more do you need from a computer? And so Apple is really, really trying to push this on people as saying like, hey, listen, uh, we think our laptops are for pro users, right? If you're an editor, if you're doing media, um, if you're doing like in like graphic intensive uh, processes. But if you're looking for a computer that can do a, a large amount of your workload, um, this is definitely the route to go. And it's it's almost at a thousand dollars base because what's the price on it? Let me see what the price is on it. Um, because it can't be that expensive. Um, so the starting price on the Apple iPad Pro, as it loads up, is $1,000 or $799 for an 11-inch. That is not a bad deal. Um, and the reason I say that it's not a bad deal uh, is because um, a couple things, right? Um, your average laptop from Apple is going to cost you about $1,100 to $1,500, the standard MacBook Pro from Apple. And so you got to ask yourself, what is it that you're doing on the Apple laptop, right? And so I look at this one right here and I say MacBook Air, um, starting speed is $1,000, right? But the reality is, is that you're not going to be able to get that same performance from applications that you would get with the iPad Pro, right? So uh, things like Adobe Premiere, things like Adobe Spark, things like iMovie, things like video editing, you can do them on the iPad Pro and you can do them really, really well. Um, things like Photoshop on the iPad, you can do them on the iPad really, really well because a lot of the applications are specifically designed for the iPad. So I am really looking forward to copying this iPad. Um, I, I really do think it's going to be my next uh, my next uh, device. Even though I just got the iPad, uh, I definitely think like this thing is worth the money. I feel like it's the perfect replacement to your computer, whether you're a student, uh, engineer, salesman, whatever. I think the iPad Pro is really where the next level of computer or the next generation of computing is going to go. Um, and, uh, you know, the fact that Apple's embracing it is going to show you that like companies like Microsoft are, are going to start embracing this type of technology as well, because this is where we're going. So um, with that being said, that is from the fine folks at Apple.com. So uh, with that being said, next article is coming from the fine folks at TheVerge.com. All right. Um, and this is basically coming um, from the fine folks at Tinder saying that, hey, uh, Tinder is letting everyone swipe around the world for free to find quarantine buddies, man. This is pretty cool because this gives you an excuse to tell your girlfriend that you're only on Tinder uh, to make friends. <laughs> uh, but what's dope about this is uh, basically Tinder uh, is understanding that everyone is quarantined right now. And so what they're trying to do is give people the ability um, to um, when you sign up for Tinder, although it's free, you're limited to like where you're located right now. You can't go past your geographic location, right? With this feature, Tinder uh, that Tinder's enabling, it'll let you basically put yourself anywhere in the geographic world and look for people to talk to, right, uh, on a dating scene, etc. And so they're doing this in hopes for people to be able to communicate with other people who are in quarantine and kind of just share stories about what's going on in their quarantine. I don't know how this is going to work out, but I think it's interesting that Tinder's saying, hey, listen, we know you're bored. We know you can't transmit bacteria and, and germs, but how about you just talk to people in other country so um, I think this is really interesting um, it's gonna be interesting to see how people take advantage of it um, because you know I, I, I've always said that like it's uh, it, it's interesting that like there really isn't an app out there to truly meet people just to meet people like just to like a way to connect with people that are strangers a way to connect organically a way to connect in a way that's not creepy in a way like that's like not like an ulterior motive behind it and so um in, in that respect right um 
you know, I look at, I look at this as like, you know, maybe this is a step in the right direction. Maybe something will come from this. But, um, you know, for me, like it, it, it's been a long time since I've been able to be like on an app, like, um, you know, like back in the days where it was like AOL chat rooms where like you could, um, you know, you can meet people, you could just talk to people, you know, like things like tag.com or friendster where you could just meet people that were like new. It's really hard to do that today. Cause like you go in any chat room or anything like that. And it's just dudes looking for girls, dudes looking for this. And it's just like, it's all weird. You know what I mean? If it's not dudes looking for girls, it's people trying to sell you something. If they're not trying to sell you something, it's blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, We'll see what happens with this, man. So that's coming from the fine folks at TheVerge.com. Very simple article. Um, and then that being said, man, it's it was a light week in news, right? Uh, there wasn't a lot of tech news released, um, at least stuff that I found interesting. But I have definitely been going down uh, the, uh, the, the YouTube rabbit hole a lot. And as you can see, I have the Concord jet behind me. I don't know what's going on that like I lately I've been obsessed with like aviation and airplanes, particularly the Concorde jet, because it's just it's such a gnarly uh, like aviation is really gnarly to me. I love the aspect of it from uh, the pilot standpoint, um, because it's so it's crazy how there's so many moving parts. There's so much of a there's so many things that can go wrong that uh, that don't go wrong anymore because pilots learn from their mistakes and like this, the way that like pilots have processes in place in order to stay safe like one of the processes i thought was really interesting about aviation um is how like um if pilots at any point are interrupted during a checklist process they have to start from the beginning because there was an incident where a pilot forgot a step and it caused the plane to crash and so i find aviation interesting in that sense of like how how like how process oriented everything is and how detail oriented everything is. And so, um, I had found this interesting YouTube channel, um, about a gentleman who's kind of like, a uh, he does videos on, uh, on, uh, on aviation. And so he took a tour on the world's longest flight and it was part of a, a program called, uh, um, what's it called? The project sunrise. And so what was really interesting, it's a flight that took a place that was from Sydney or from London to Sydney nonstop, um, which apparently is far. And, um, it was, uh, how long was the flower? It was 19 hours and 19 minute flight. Right. And so what was interesting is that like, um, and I definitely tell you, encourage you to go watch the flight and there's a whole research on this, but what I thought was really interesting uh, about this whole like uh, video, um, in project sunrise is that like, there's more to like flying 19 hours and people think like, it's not just about putting people on an airplane saying, Hey, 19 hours, sit your asses down. It will be there when we get there. What I thought was really interesting is they talk about like kind of the technology that uh, needed to be uh, needed to be implemented in order for uh, these pilots to safely do this. And one of the things I found really interesting was the way that they monitored the pilots, right? So if you look at this video, they had the pilots wearing this device right here. And so what was really interesting about this device was that like it's something that the pilots have to wear and that crew members have to wear in order to kind of um, be monitored throughout their flight. So let me show you real quick. And so this is like a device that they wear on their head. And so this thing gets a couple readings from them while they're working right so if you think your boss is intrusive or trying to micromanage you imagine what these guys are going through so they wear this and so what it does is because they're working such long hours this device is constantly gathering data on the pilots right so it's it's looking at information such as um 
you know how much uh how much uh how much how long they've been awake have they moved around what's their uh brain waves like it's looking at like what their ur urinary uh melatonin sampling for circadian phase is is, is registered at like it's capturing all this data so in order to ensure that the pilots are good that the pilots are not stressed out and then like also the crew members as well they're wearing devices that are like um where is it uh, i think they showed a picture of it um, they're wearing devices like this where it's like a smartwatch that also um, shows information. Oh, I'm getting an ad. Gosh darn it. Uh, they're wearing like a smartwatch that shows information on their heart rate. It shows everything from like, uh, you know, are they tired? Are they sleepy? Uh, it makes them do like little tests um, in order to see like what their mental capacity is, how responsive they are, how they're feeling. And so they're getting real time data on their crew as well. And so it's like... Um, it's really, really interesting to see that, like, is this going to be the future of, like, how we, you know, we monitor employees? Because it's doing everything from, like, seeing how long they've moved around, what their blood circulation's like, and it's doing that all for the safety of this flight. And so I thought this was really interesting um, because, like I said, there's more to travel than people think. Um, I know, like, one of the things I saw with, like, uh, you know, the talks about going to Mars and the trips to Mars about how, like, uh, scientists are saying the hard part about getting to Mars isn't so much getting there as it is like the psychological aspects of being in a capsule for this long. And so what was interesting about uh, this process that, uh, or about this flight is that even though it was 19 hours, it doesn't seem like a lot of time. They still had to make sure that the pilots and the crew were getting enough sunlight, that their bodies were adapting to the, the time zone change because they're going to see two sunrises. Uh, uh, in this total 19 of uh, total of 19 hours on, on being on an airplane and so uh the fact that there's this much attention to detail there's, there's so much data being pulled about the crew uh is very very interesting and it makes you wonder like if this is where um technology is going for for workers like in in the future if it's not just pilots if it's going to be like amazon warehouse workers where they can monitor if you're stressed out if you're this that and that and that and if it's something that you know I wonder, like, from my standpoint, is like, is that an invasion of privacy? Is that too evasive? Is that something that you should, you know, you should be like, hey, I don't want that in my life, et cetera. But um, I found it very interesting. So I definitely say go ahead and check out this uh, YouTube channel. His name is, uh, oh, God, I'm going I'm to mess this up. His name is Sam Chu. Sam C H U I and this guy does all these videos about aviation it's really really interesting um, and it's just something to check out um, uh, on YouTube if you're into aviation um, which as of nowhere out of nowhere I'm lately I just been into airplanes but uh, with that being said guys this concludes uh, the word on the road episode uh, of course you can find all these stories uh, listed in the description below uh, as always we do this podcast Monday Wednesday and Friday so I will see you guys on Monday um, but I will be streaming this weekend as well and i'll hopefully be putting out some more content but until next time guys i appreciate you listening this is edwin pagan this has been the word on the road podcast and until next time i'll check you guys out later take care peace guys what are you doing watching my dad's channel <laughs> watching your dad's youtube channel